Hello, I'm Daniel. This is my podcast, Sharpening the Mind. I am a meditation teacher and also a labor activist in Kansas City, Missouri. I teach classes in meditation and Buddhism at the Rime Buddhist Center, as well as a few other places. Thank you for listening and have a great day. So I'm glad you're all here. I wanted to give a talk today called The Great Treasure. And this is um, not typically what I've done before, but I'm, I'm pretty excited about doing it because I read this story in this book and I was, I was pretty inspired by it. So I thought that I could share it with you and unpack it a little and we could talk about it some and see how that goes. <laughs> So, this is the story. This book is called Dropping Ashes on the Buddha, and it's a book I like a lot. But this story is called The Great Treasure, and this story takes place in ancient China. And here it is. When Daiju first came to, to Zen Master Ma, the master asked him, What do you want from me? And Daiju said, I want you to teach me the way of awakening. What a fool you are, said Master Ma. You have the greatest treasure in the world within you, yet you go around asking other people for help. What good is this? I have nothing to give you. Daiju bowed and said, Please, Master, tell me what this treasure is. And Master Ma said, Where is your question coming from? This is your treasure. It is precisely what is making you ask the question at this very moment. Everything is stored in this precious treasure house of yours. It is there at your disposal. You can use it as you wish. Nothing is lacking. You are the master of everything. Why are you running away from yourself and seeking for things outside? And upon these words, Daiju attain enlightenment. So, that's the story. He's looking for enlightenment. And so he goes to this master and he asks, Hey, I want a really wise teaching. Will you give me one? And the master says... You have it already. And he's telling Daiju that, and he's telling us that too, that we have it already. And that's kind of a difficult thing for us to grasp sometimes, but Daiju in the story is really seeking contentment. And I think that we sometimes think we can't have happiness, but really the causes for that are inside us already. And a lot of the time we obsess about looking for things outside of ourselves. And so the master says, you have the treasure already. The treasure is your contentment, the wisdom you have underneath all the shit that you're carrying. He's trying to tell us to stop chasing happiness all the time and just find it where we are because really it comes from within us, from appreciating little things, from being more aware of the world around us, and from noticing what's around and the things that are here. We spend so much time getting caught up in the race to get more attention or more things or more whatever, and that in itself makes us unhappy. We don't stop to smell the roses and appreciate the good things, but the truth is that the world's pretty amazing a lot of the time, and we often pay attention to just all the bad things, and we're always wanting more things and wanting to consume more, and we're rarely taking the time to just recognize what we have already. And another aspect to this is, and 
in meditation, of course, we're trying to get a still, a calm and still mind, or we're trying to get insight, or we're trying to find silence. And the truth is that whatever noise we have in our heads, or whatever literal noise is happening, of course, there is silence behind that. The noise is a thing to see through because the silence is the natural state of things. So, and maybe that helps us and maybe it doesn't to think about, we're not trying to really get something, we're just trying to get through the junk that we're carrying because there's a lot and to just get through what's there already. And another aspect to this is we sometimes we get caught up in our meditation practice and we feel like this isn't going anywhere, right? We feel like I'm not going to still my mind even for a second. I'm not being mindful at all. And we struggle, of course, to pay attention in our day-to-day life and to pay attention when we're sitting. And even sometimes just sitting still for a little bit is hard. I've heard it called, I've heard of a phenomenon called sitting on an anthill, And that is just where you get down and you sit in your meditation and suddenly you're wildly uncomfortable. Your clothes don't fit right. You're itching all over. And just before you were sitting, you were fine. That's people call that sitting on the anthill. It's just when you sit and suddenly there's a problem. It's sort of like when I tell the kids to go get ready for bed and suddenly they have to go to the bathroom. Suddenly they have to go get this toy or that. Sort of like that. Sometimes we sit and suddenly we have, we have pain we didn't realize or, or I have had where I suddenly feel like my clothes don't fit right. I suddenly feel like, oh, my shirt's tight. I didn't realize that until I sat here. And I think we get caught up in that sometimes. So we get so caught up in this stuff and so torn down by it. And the master is saying we can just kind of find what's underneath. We're not trying to get something. We're trying to get past the things that are in our way. And maybe it helps us to think in those terms. I think it helps me a little to think in those terms that we have what we need and we just have to turn inward. And this is another story. And I know this one. I don't have to read this to you. Um, And the story is, it's a related story. It's a modern story. But it is at a party, this guy gets sick and he passes out. And his friends are with him, but he's passed out and his friends have to leave and for some reason they can't take him with them so they have to just leave him at this party with no way to get home and no help and what they do is they take a $20 bill and they stick it in his pocket and they leave and they think well he's gonna you know he's gonna call a cab and he's gonna use this money and get a ride home so he'll be okay so he wakes up and he doesn't know what's happened he just knows his friends are gone And he's scared and he's freaking out and he's wondering what he's going to do. And while he's panicking, he notices he's had a $20 bill. He's had what he needed the whole time. He just didn't know that he had it. And that is how I think of this matter. We don't know that we have what we're seeking. We have it. We just have to see through all the shit we're carrying. So... That's what I wanted to say about this story, The Greatest Treasure. And I will take questions or comments, if there are any, about this story or about the practice or about anything else. Does anyone have something to say? The story kind of reminded me of one of the pseudos we were just talking about. Uh, the, the, the 
the students had gathered around the Buddha and he held up a scarf. I don't know if you're probably familiar with this story. And he asked, you know, what do you see here? And he said, well, I see a scarf. So he takes the scarf and he ties a bunch of knots in it. And he says, now what do you see? And so, well, it's still a scarf. And he says, right, but now there's knots in it. So, you know, how do we get the knots out? Do we pull really hard against the knots? And they well, no, that's only going to make it tighter. He says, well, then how do we untie the knots? Well, we have to look at how the knots are tied in order to figure out how to untie them. And the Buddha said, I have nothing more to teach you. And I think that kind of goes along with the same thing. It's like, you know, in order to figure out how to untie the knots and get past the shed, it's, we have to figure out how the knots are tied so that we can untie them. So it's still a scarf whether or not it has knots. Right. Right, exactly. Right. We have knots that are bothering us. That's really good. I think a whole lot of Buddhism is just almost the exact same story again but a little bit different because you know what we don't get it so we have to hear almost the exact same story again so i do really like that anyone else okay that's okay we can be done for tonight um Thank you for listening and have a good day.